Hello, welcome back to Eagle Eye Selling Podcast. This is Chris Marchetti. Today is our seventh podcast. The topic today we're going to be going through is preparation for your meetings or presentations. Before we get started, I want to encourage you again to go out to our website, eagleeyeselling.com, register, become part of our mailing group. Once you register for the first time, you can download our ebook. Uh, That's been very popular, so go ahead and get that and start reading into that. Also, remember, we are on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're also in YouTube. So please go out there, download the podcast, subscribe to them, give us high ratings, and get the word out about this selling podcast that we're all going to be contributing to. On the website, we do have information on audiobooks.com. Audiobooks is a website where you can subscribe to downloading audiobooks in your car, while you're working out, on a walk, on a run. What better places to be listening and better yourself? A university at your fingertips. So check out audiobooks.com. Go ahead and, and subscribe there and become part of the group that is constantly listening and reading and becoming better. We always start our podcast with a quote. Today I'm going to quote Confucius. Success depends upon previous preparation, and without such preparation, there is sure to be failure. Preparation is important no matter what you do in life. If you played sports in life, you know practice and preparing as far as learning your plays, learning your job, and practicing those mentally and physically is what makes the difference between a successful person and one who struggles. Successful teams and teams that struggle. The same thing in selling. Preparation is very important. You don't want to walk into a presentation, open up your PowerPoint or whatever you're presenting without never even looked at it, practice it or whatever. You will be stumbling all over the place. You won't give your best effort and you have one shot at the deal. So today we're going to be talking about preparation, both mental and physical preparation. First, let's talk about the physical preparation. At this point, I'm going to assume that we've had our initial discussion and information gathering. We're going to be talking about that on the upcoming podcasts. But you've had your initial information session, you you know about the company, you know about their needs, now you need to go and make a presentation. Presentations could be different. They could be in front of a large group, in front of a single person, in front of a small group. You need to prepare accordingly and realize what the tasks and goals are of those upcoming meetings. First thing, remember, you, you need to be in control of the meeting. And that begins with prepping the meeting, getting the right people in the room, having the the material in the room that you need, whether it's a computer, whether it's internet access, or an overhead, whether it's who's going to be in that meeting. Let's talk about how we should know who will be in the meeting. When When I'm setting up a meeting or a presentation, I typically take control early. Let that person know these are the people who need to be in the meeting or who we would like to see in that meeting. 
And remember, you're not doing a meeting just to do a meeting. You want to get the, you want to keep moving the process towards closing. So who needs to be in that meeting to help you get that deal closed and answer the questions that you need answered? So you want to have the decision makers in the room. If it's a technology, you want to have an IT person in the room. Records, people in charge of maybe accounting or finance. You want to have potential users. So it just depends on what your area is that you're getting ready to present and what industry you're in. I like to prep it that way. That way they kind of know who to start to, to ask. So you, you, you give them strong recommendations as a follow-up. When you're getting ready to actual set the meeting, you want to confirm who's going to be in that meeting and not set the meeting until you know the right people are in the room and what your calendar works and what calendar days and times work for them. You don't want to be surprised to walk into the room and you have a couple low-level people who really can't help you move the product or the project along. So plan that out. Know exactly who's going to be in there. I know things happen the day of the meeting, but if you can't up until the day of the meeting know who's going to be in there and control that, you're ahead of the game. So again, be sure decision makers are in there, users, and when I say nuts and bolts people, meaning IT, legal, accounting, finance, whomever you think needs to be in that meeting so that you can address any concerns, questions, you can move this to the next step. If you get a call a day before the meeting and maybe the right people can't be in there, you need to make that decision whether or not you're going to continue with that meeting. If you are, you need to let that person know that depending on how this meeting goes, you immediately want to set a follow-up meeting with, say, that decision maker or decision makers who aren't going to be in that room. If it's maybe like an IT person or a legal person that can't be in there, maybe what you do is you try to set up a follow-up phone call after that meeting. So again, cover your bases. Things are going to happen. Just stay in control and make sure you know what's going to, what you're going to be doing next prior to the meeting. Make sure your cell phones are turned off, not on vibrate, off, all iPads. Anything that's going to buzz, tweak, or squeal is, is off. You need to have the proper material and have planned for that. It's neat. It's enough for everybody in the room. It looks professional. Make sure you also bring in a notepad and pen, business cards, just the basic things. If you need an electric pointer, Again, whatever you need for your meeting, don't rely on them to have it. You bring it with you. You also need to have the proper presentation ready. So you know what you've talked about. You know what the goals are, your goals and their goals for that meeting. Now you need to plan out the presentation, what you're going to present, how it's going to look, and come in sharp and ready to go. Practice, practice, practice. Don't practice once and think you got it. Don't overlook it once and think you have it. You don't. 
It's different when you're in front of a group and questions are being fired at you. It's different when you're in front of a group than in, in, in your room by yourself. So the best thing to do is be prepared by practicing. Practice, practice, practice. We'll talk about the mental state in a minute. That's very important too. You're in the meeting. Again, stay in control of that meeting. Don't let the meeting get away from you. Sometimes they start firing off questions and take you down a path that, A, you're not ready to go down yet because it's not that part of the presentation, or B, it's something you probably didn't want to go down at all. So you've got to figure out ways which we can talk about to control that and ring them back in. Again, you're looking professional. You're clear. Introduce yourself. Say thank you for their time. Then typically what we do is there's three things that you're getting ready to present. You're going to tell them what you're going to present. You're going to present it. And then you're going to tell them what you just presented to them. Three times they're hit with it. So you're opening it, you're doing exactly what you say you're going to do, and you're going to give a recap. Throughout the whole presentation, there's certain times, and you'll figure it out if you're practicing, when you need to get confirmation from them. If it makes sense, are there any questions? Do you see how this fits? Do you see how this will meet your goal? Get the head shaking yes. Encourage any questions. Draw some out. If you get done with your presentation and no one's asked a single question or expressed any concerns, that's, that's, that's a bigger problem because they're not, they're not responding to you. Somebody in that room has a question or a concern. You need to draw that out and find out what that is. Be clear and to the point. Don't waste their time. Be efficient with your time. Be efficient with their time. When you're done... With the presentation, you've, you've done many trial closes along the way. You've gotten confirmation throughout the whole process. Their head shaking. Yes, when you're done, you want to give a trial close. Get buy-in. Find out what the next step is and the time frame. Get confirmation on the next step and when you can set that up. Then you move on. If you don't have confirmation on a next step or you can't, you can't get a yes on a trial close, you need to back up and find out what the concern or objection is that's preventing that and address that. Address the concern and get closer to the client, to the prospect. Objections are, are merely looking for more answers is all. Don't look at them as negatives. Look at them as a reason to, to draw that person in closer to you. You can have the biggest negative person in the room. If you've addressed their questions and treated them professionally, they could end up being your biggest advocate. If you're in a room and you're in a large presentation, even 10 people, and you're standing up in front, wherever the person asks the question, make eye contact with them. If possible, step towards them or at least step in their direction. Mentally, that's telling them that that you're listening to them. Again, you're drawing them in, showing them respect to do that. Thank them for their question. Answer it. Once you've answered it, ask them if they're comfortable with 
with what you said if they have any other questions about that. Okay, mental, mental prep- preparedness. So you're practicing, practice, practice, practice. Go over the presentation. If you find areas where you're stumbling, keep doing it until you have it down. Prior to the meeting, 15 minutes, 20 minutes before the meeting, you've got to have some type of mental state where you're getting focused on what you're getting ready to do. If you've played sport before, you've always prepared before the game. You've gotten psyched up, whether it's listening to a particular type of music, the coach says something inspirational, that sort of thing. You need to treat these as, as a game. You're on. You're, it's your show. So figure out what it's going to take for you to get in that mental state, whether it is listening to some motivational music or listening to an audio book that gets your confidence built up, a motivational speaker, self-talk. You should have five minutes of self-talk to get yourself in that state of positivity and state of confidence that you're going to do what's needed to move this deal along. Just like if you were getting ready for a football game, you're, you're getting yourself psyched up, getting yourself mentally prepared for that game. Same way, at least I treat sales in that manner. You against them, and you're going to come out the victor. Why is this important? Let me tell you, if you're in a competitive deal, in other words, there's two, three, four other companies vying for that same deal. Most salespeople are lazy. I'm just telling you how it is. Most salespeople are lazy. The ones that stand out are the ones that prepare, that take things seriously, and they want to go into that meeting so it is perfect. Most reps are going to do what we talked about at the beginning. They're going to quickly put together a PowerPoint, look through it once, close it, and go down to the hotel room and get a drink. They haven't done any research on the company. They haven't prepped the room of who's going to be in there, found out who's the positive people in the room, who are the hurdles that you need to address with your champion could tell you. They're doing it quick and easy. You put forth that little bit of extra effort and it goes a long way. You're going to close many more deals. So you're competing with them. If you're better prepared, you're more focused, and you've prepped the room properly, you know they haven't. So you start out ahead of the game. And you know, I didn't mention that at the beginning of, the, of, the, of our podcast here. Prior to the meeting, once you do know who's going to be in the meeting, you want to... Have that champion kind of work for you. Let, let you know, hey, Tom's going to be in this meeting. He, he, he heads up legal. Tom is really good at what he does, but he tends to be negative at times. So this is what you need to do. So let, let your champion kind of steer you towards how each of these attendees are. You know, these three or four people are very much for the project. They're going to help us get through it. This guy tends to be negative. This is what his concerns are. Make sure you address those in the meeting and directly to him. Have your champion prep you once we know who's in that meeting. All right, now, I I mentioned earlier about staying in control of the room. One of the big ways to lose control is to allow the audience, when they ask questions, 
to take you down a path that you may not be ready to go down as of yet. When they ask a question, if it's something that you are going to address later in the presentation, it's just not a good point now to take you off the topic. Just thank them for the for the question. Let them know that in the next few minutes you're going to be addressing that. And is it okay if you can bring that back up when you get to that topic? 99.9% of the time, they're fine with that. Just treat them professionally. Thank them for it. Regain control. The other time is when they ask a question on the topic or at the end of a meeting. And it draws out another question and then another question and then another person asks a question. You've lost control of the room. If after maybe the second question from that person and it just doesn't seem like it's clicking or they may be going down that path that you don't want to go by, you don't want to go down, what you want to do is turn it around. Ask them a question. Why is that important to you? Can you tell a little bit Tell me a little bit more about what you're thinking. So get them talking again. And that way, twofold. One is they're going to come out with what the true objection is. Two, it gives you more time to think. Think of the answer. Think of how to to address that question or concern. Third thing would be If it's just not a good time to have that conversation, maybe a legal person brings up a legal question or an IT person brings up an IT question and you have a room full of operational side users, they're not interested in that. All that's going to do is cloud cloud everything that you just covered and take the positivity out of the room. If it's appropriate, it may be smart to say, hey, look, that's a great question. We're running late in the meeting. That really is a question and answer that you and I should have directly. Can we either talk about that once we're done with the meeting or let's set up a phone conversation to have that call? Or I'm not really the right person. I would really like to get my technical manager on a phone call with you. So you've removed that cloud. You will readdress it later when you're better prepared and maybe you have the right person on the room or on the call, that sort of thing. So that's all about staying in control of the meeting. Regather control, see if there's any other questions and concerns, trial close, close for the next step, and go from there. Again, make sure you have your notepad in the room. So if a question does come up, you you can write things down so they actually know that you've been listening. Write down any notes. If you, if you have some fact-finding going on, write down any questions. If there's something you promised that you would get back to somebody on, you better write that down, go find the answer, and get back to them. Because that'll be the one person that'll say, hey, he never got back to me on that answer. I don't feel comfortable with this product. So do what you're going to say you're doing. Have the notepad in the room. You're taking notes. You're writing down any follow-up questions that you have to address. Taking down names of the people who were in the room so you can follow up with them as well. Plus, you look professional, and it gives the appearance, even though you really are, perception is everything, gives the appearance that you're really listening, you're taking down information because you're listening to them seriously. The other thing is, 
as we said at the beginning, you want to be efficient with your time. So before the meeting, you've addressed how long you have, how long you guys have agreed to for this presentation, half hour, whatever it is. At the beginning, you're going to address them that, that you're going to respect the time. You know, you have a half hour to present. You'll be efficient with your time and their time. At the end, as you're, as you're coming to a close here, you want to address, say, well, we're, we're getting close to our, to the end of our meeting. Are there any other questions or concerns that we, we, want to, we want to talk about? Let's say you guys are involved in a discussion and if you're getting close to the agreed upon time limit. I always stop this, the conversation for a minute and say, folks, I, I, I don't mind keep, to keep having our conversation. I think it's a good talk and I'm here for you today. But we did have an agreement that the meeting is going to end here on the hour. Is everyone okay to continuing for a few more minutes? So get, get the okay and the buy-in that this meeting can go on a little bit further. Okay, so, you know, we could talk for days about presentations mentally and, 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 and physical preparations. That's a good high level. I hope you're enjoying these first few podcasts. As I had mentioned before, we're going to structure our website so there's sales training modules. So the newest sales reps can come in and they have a little module that they can, they can listen to, this being one of them. As we work through the basics of sales, once we get through that, we're going to dig down deeper into the other areas of sales that you face. That said, as I always ask at the end of every podcast, what is your struggle? How can this podcast help you? What topics do you want to discuss? Who would you like us to interview? Are you a top rep or a top manager in marketing? Are you an entrepreneur that you want to share your sales experience with? We are going to start to interview individuals. So you're not just hearing from me. You're hearing from different sales aspects, different people, how they handle sales and what they do to be successful. Go out to our website, register, download the ebook, give us high ratings on Stitcher and, and Apple Podcast, YouTube, and get the word out. Sign up for audiobooks.com and give yourself a university while you're working out in the car, walking, whatever you're doing. So until next time, again, I always thank, thank you guys for coming on and I love to hear from you. So continue to send me your emails. Good selling. <laughs>